Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I come before you today with this message of dire importance. Lately, each movie we make costs about as much as a 10-year-old used car would cost. We save up for a few years and then spend it all on our newest movie. Of course, these movies earn us almost nothing, but it's so much fun. I'd rather have a bunch of movies than a bunch of used cars. Can I come over and watch Freaky Farley with you tonight? The film you're about to see contains scenes of shocking river beast action, which are definitely not for the timid. Welcome back to... Uh, don't let them... You can't laugh through the whole thing. I can't cut it out. Welcome back. Welcome back to... Uh, don't let the Motown cast get you. A podcast dedicated to the films of Charles Roxburgh and Matt Farley. I'm joined by my good buddies Calvin... Stephen and Matt today, and we're talking about the movie uh, Boston Johnny all the time. Oh, that's harder than I thought it would be. Um, let's do, <laughs> let's talk you about better, you. You better than Toronto's own Will Sloan. <laughs> right, let's talk about the newest Motown Media movie, mm-hmm. Boston Johnny, which Matt and I attended the world premiere of. And the room was split immediately <laughs> into was it? Were the time when Boston Johnny first launched. It's one of those like seminal historical moments. Yeah, uh, where, you? where you were. Um, Wait, I, yeah, yeah. I was at home asleep, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Was yeah, that's how time zones uh, I work. Yeah. <laughs> how was the room split? I well, it was well, so they they had premiered "Heard She Got Murdered" first, and I mm. that that just tore the room apart. I think mm. I think that went down, down really well. And then Matt introduced Boston Johnny. Oh, good job, Matt! Uh, saying like, Thanks, Matt. "What if yeah, I just anytime. did it?" He pitched it to Charles Roxburgh as, "What if I just did a a bit? What if I just did a voice for a whole movie?" And they rolled with that. And then they pressed play. And obviously beforehand, we knew that it was called Boston Johnny. We'd seen the trailer of him just bopping to his own theme tune. And it had been described as their zaniest comedy yet. Like Jerry Jerry Lewis-esque. So Therein lies the problem. Yes. And you're either on board immediately or you are abandoning ship immediately. Because as soon as he starts talking... You hear a couple laughs in the crowd, and the rest of the room is like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, one of my that earliest great. one of my earliest notes is is I've got two notes in a row. He's not speaking yet. Ellipsis. Oh, next yeah. note. Oh, he is speaking. <laughs> next note. Oh, I don't know if I can deal with this. Uh, that's the thing. So I, I think re- I mean I. I rewatched it today, and I think being outside of the room under the pressure of you know the premiere, I had a I could sit with it a bit more, and I could I could go into it knowing like what he's going to sound like and what this movie's going to be. But first impressions, I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm I'm confused. I I don't know. I don't know who this is. I don't know what this is. And I, part of me like really respects that as a like yeah, an artistic I, I choice. Agree. I do agree. <laughs> So Matt Farley plays a regional salesman, but it's not a regional accent. I mean, he's a oh, Boston area salesman. What is it? An accent? It's a whispered half accent that he sometimes slips out of. There are scenes yeah. where he's just talking like normal Matt Farley. I was so That's pleased true. every time there was a there was a song because he can't yes, do that he and can't, sing. He can't whisper. And he does novelty songs, and they're yeah. like fun Matt Farley songs. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's a fun yeah, Matt Farley song. The, and then it goes back the to Boston. Cafe. I'm like, oh, I kind of hate this. <laughs> and we like Matt Farley a lot. So I when Matt Farley's Matt Farley. in Matt Farley in Matt Big Farley Matt. movies, we're so happy. 
so yeah, a spokes spokesman rising to the top of the greater Boston area spokesperson game. Oh, it's a, cla- it's a, a classic small town premise from the Motown gang. It's a job that doesn't exist in the real world, really. Like a full time <laughs> spokesperson for was it for uh, dry cookie flakes? Because you don't cookie want... flakes. dry cookie flakes. Yeah, there are a lot of good products he advertises. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that gets the bulk of the runtime. Yeah. The guy is called Mr. Clam Bar. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Toronto's own Will Sloan because um, uh, the backers of the movie. I want to talk about Toronto's own Will Sloan um, okay. quite early. So okay. the first time that happened, I thought that's a very good Motown. Like that's a funny collection of syllables. Um, mm-hmm. And then when it became a running gag, I'm like, that's not as good. Because it was funny because that's a funny phrase and funny Hmm. because, oh, if you follow these movies, you know who that is. That's clever. And then when they kept saying it, I was like, I don't know why we keep saying this. This is becoming less funny. That and then is when it became a character in Johnny. the movie, I was like, no. Well, this is yeah, it. that's how it happened. It was a part of the funding. Like One of the producers behind this got to pick a name for one of the main characters, and they chose the phrase, Toronto's own Will Sloan. Was it Will right. Sloan himself? It was just... not. It was oh, not at God. all. I think Will is a, is a producer was on the movie. Was it Jack Davenport? It was not me, I wish. <laughs> I would have done Toronto's own Stephen Gillespie and seen God. how that went. <laughs> would have at least not had to review the movie. Um, but... <laughs> it is such a ridiculous uh, commitment to the bit that I I enjoy it. I know <gasps> that the rest of the gang here are kind of like, it's not for them like, whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I... the voice is not necessarily the problem the problem mm. is that boston johnny is just an asshole who i don't yes like. I, <laughs> i'm with matt here i want to i want to actually reject your claim i don't think it commits to the bit enough is my problem because matt is right and jack is right of boston johnny's an absolute asshole mm. and rather than committing and letting that dictate the narrative it keeps a conventional motor narrative going mm-hmm. of it's quirky and nice and he continues to be so outrageously obnoxious but the characters treat him like he's any other motor protagonist mm-hmm. and that becomes increasingly frustrating for me but then it doesn't go far enough to him being actively evil the most evil he gets is he steals a do- that should be the beginning of him being like horrendous mm. and if it's not going to bend to this maniacal amoral being then it doesn't work in the film for me so i don't I think, think it commits movie- to the bit enough I think the movie you want, Stephen, is called Munchie Strikes Back, a classic <laughs> film from Jim Wynorski. <laughs> I think it is. Tell me yeah. more about it. Uh, is, yeah, uh, well, Munchie uh, is this like uh, animatronic puppet thing. I mean, there's a movie called Munchie, which is ostensibly related to a movie called Munchies, which is a Gremlin <laughs> ripoff. But like, these have nothing to do with anything. But, uh, yeah, Munchie is just like a terrible, bad influence on a kid, and then Munchie Strikes Back as he comes back and is unrepentant and continues to be yeah is it, is it Dom, Dom DeLuise in that one was it Dom DeLuise doing the yeah, voice yeah yeah uh, yeah he's the voice it's uh yeah big fan of characters that are just incredibly annoying for the entire runtime of their their feature movie there's not enough bit there for me maybe it's not even commitment to the bit but I don't know what the <laughs> we're all gonna rack on Jack's throwaway statement we, we can I can I can back up my claim of his bit is I'm gonna do a weird voice for for a hundred minutes and yeah. the commitment is, is exper- he experiments with the rhythm and the cadence and these things make me laugh the his like rule of three thing of like I do it in the morning I do it in the afternoon I okay, do it in the evening. That's a good gag. Good that gag. that is then deconstructed is over the course of the hundred minutes, and oh, you get di- you get different uh, variations on that. There's a great bit where yeah. there's the uh, the television report about 
something or other Boston Johnny related, and he it cuts to him, and he goes, "I do it in the," and they just cut it completely because at that point you've heard it so many times. So the breaking up with repetition and things like that, and that is my um, that is my justification of the committal to, committed commitment to the bit, Mister Boston Johnny. There are things in the movie that are, are on the page good and funny. I think I I, I get why the the script is there's some good stuff. I do think the name Boston Johnny and calling him that for the whole movie is a funny gag that he's always called Boston Johnny. Mm. That is funny. Um, I like, he doesn't want money. He wants hash browns. Hash browns. That is, he wants... <laughs> that is funny. All Home fries. These, all of these are good moton bits. Um, and then it's just the execution of it. Just scuppers it completely for me. And I don't hate the movie. I, I really don't. And I really... I was talking to Vaughn and Puckus earlier about directorial filmographies, and we both agreed that a filmography is is better when it's more interesting mm. and when it has a misfire in it. And I think the Moten catalogue is richer for having a reach that doesn't work for me. Um, and I think the previous reach was Heard She Got Married. And maybe Heard She Got Murdered is. I haven't seen that yet. Mm. Um, and Heard She Got Murdered is them playing in a different space, but it's a space that their pieces still work within. Because you could argue that Boston and Johnny and Heard She Got Married are both, what if we take Matt Farley's role and we twist it slightly? So actually, he's really sinister mm. in Heard She Got Married. Really sinister. But the way that works is you don't realise he is because you are buying into the Matt Farley persona and what he is in those movies. And the reveal at the end is very, very clever. Um, this does not work in that way and doesn't have... But then comedy is, is dare I say, a lot harder than drama and Hitchcockian thrillers. Mm. Um, there is safe genre to fall back on in Heard She Got... I keep saying murdered now. Heard She Got Married. Mm. Whereas Boston Johnny is just sub snl um 90s spin-off movie snl's pretty bad so that's a bad thing to be (laughs) i think i I wonder if like people from the outside see the same critical distance like if they're like oh he loves local legends that much is this (laughs) that different from that i i have to insist i think it's far different i think like the qualities of like a really great motor movie are you know I think it's a totally different project. The stuff in here. Langston yeah. is a great name for a hawk. Like, I and mean, this the is, hawk this in is, general. This is the, this is the level of what I'm having to find good things. The inclusion of a hawk like. in general. I'm, I'm a big fan yeah. of a hawk. The Man yeah, of the I Woods. Mean, Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods is funny. Yeah, there are plenty of like isolated jokes. I mean, that's, I don't mm. think that's ever not going to be the case. Mm. But yeah, the, the, it's I, just I, how I, it it's it's it becomes the endurance test of how much of Boston Johnny can you get on with. And I really and, respect that. And when Jack, you describe the film, I'm like, cool, love that. I love it exists. Mm. Don't like having to watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this just like lives in the same vein as Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, or see, like, but John sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the mood for those, and sometimes you want to watch a, a, a low-budget regional version of a spin-off character from a show that never existed and never will exist. I would rather watch this than many of those. I'd, exactly. I'd rather watch like, this than What's that, that yeah. Pat movie? That, oh. yeah, I, I think it's just called Pat, or it's Pat. It's Pat, yeah. yeah. Like, it's very much in conversation with that whole wave of, like, SNL actors doing their their spin-off roles, but like not in the Wayne's World caliber of this no. is a, 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 like an actual no, structured not in the story. The greatest movie of all time, Wayne's World caliber, of course <laughs> not. 
but in the weird character that you would never base a movie around ever and and ever and ever ever and then boston johnny comes to town and man i don't even know what we thought boston johnny was going to be when that that first trailer dropped cuz <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Rude. Matt. <laughs> so, to go back to my it doesn't commit to the bit, there is one bit in it that I thought, this is where I want this film to be. Um, and that was the him trying to get a vet to cut out the tongue of his dog. Mm-hmm. That, that is the kind of thing of whether that is, that should be a point where we keep going from there. I really liked that bit where he's like, mm. yeah, cut his tongue out because it's, it's licking me too much. Of that clear recognition Mal- that this malicious guy is, is malicious and mm. nasty and like amoral um but alas the bit that i most connected with was towards the end where some british people appeared oh, yeah, yeah. and really wanted him to stop doing that voice i felt too seen was the problem <laughs> they were there at the premiere laughing it up in the front row <laughs> gotta tell you <laughs> the movie understands that it's not like a, a likable character right? yeah but yeah it, also it knows, it, 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 knows it's, it, it knows it's incredibly annoying <laughs> it i mean matt farley knows that too matt so farley knows the characters oh, he knows. in the film do not uh, no 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 <laughs> some not of them all. yeah um but Boston Johnny doesn't even know he's annoying. Boston Johnny right. thinks he's, you know, he's Boston Johnny. But we all have our, our peccadilloes, so we can we can. That's a, that's a good running gag. That's a good running gag. And another See, movie it's, that it's still got its classics. Can I cinema sin? Can I do a cinema sin ding? I please? mean, pl- I, 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 go Matt, on, Charlie. Cinema sin ding. British people would not refer to themselves as European. Uh, <laughs> so I, I guarantee some people would. <laughs> no, but I, in general, I mean, they should, but. Mm. They wouldn't. <laughs> they, they would not refer to Britain as Europe. That's these two, these two nice gentlemen would. But I don't know if fine. you caught up with 2016, but um, no, I'm, I'm, I've haven't seen the first 2015 seasons. <laughs> I watched 2012. Let's 2012, yeah, my Roland Emmerich binge. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just turn this into cinema sense once we're done with these movies? Yeah, I think oh so. my, what? Just start yeah. doing every other movie ever made. <laughs> No, we're doing all the Motorns again and do the dings. Oh, do the dings, yeah. Oh, just like commentary tracks. Yeah, Yeah. the ding cast. We could do commentary when we're done. Yeah, that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, we could do a River Beast. Like our favorites? uh, Yeah, like Mm. Local Legends or River Beast. That'd be fun. Or Boston Johnny. Much like Toronto's own Will Slime. It's just... We'll do a commentary track for Boston Johnny, and it's just audible eye rolls for a hundred minutes, and me absolutely la- laughing up a storm. Going, <laughs> that voice is that voice is hilarious. But technically, we're not allowed to actually publish this podcast because any discussions of of Boston Johnny's bare torso. Um, not That's really good. So the opening scene I thought was absolutely hilarious. It reminded me of the beginning. So my first taste of Moton was watching River, that first scene River of River Beast and being yeah. like, "Wait, what?" and this gave me a throwback to that first mm. scene of River Beast where it's just like mm. this flashing effect will happen. I think the opening scene is very, very funny and very, very well pitched. I was so excited me, by the there's, opening. There's a lot in this film that is very, very funny and very well pitched. Grade B Butter is Grade very, B very Butter. funny mm. and very well pitched. Dry very, very, very funny. Uh, motorcycle very well chaps. <laughs> All good. Screened in opinion on cured versus uncured hot dogs. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why would he need? Why don't your hot dog's not sick? Why isn't he curing? <laughs> so you're laughing. I, you're laughing. You know, I'm, I'm yes, but the viewer can't see there. my face. 
<laughs> there are many, many, many fun moments in this movie that I love personally, and I know that it was always going to to split the podcast down. The- I was what when we first watched it, um, it was me, Matt, and our friend Vaughn there. And I was like, I am on the fence of liking this, so I have no idea what Matt's thinking. I can't imagine Stephen and Calvin getting on board with this. I've got no idea what Zebra's feeling right now. I don't know what the room's feeling. I don't know what Toronto's own Will Sloan is feeling. (laughs) I wish our friend Ben went to this, too, after he didn't like that. I I, I do not. The world would have imploded. I I think think. Ben would have quit every server with any of us. I think, That would have been the last movie he'd ever see. Yeah. (laughs) Let's Only Japan sure. from then on. Mm. <laughs> we Japan, love Ben. Japan, Johnny. I think, I think no one expected me to like this film. I think that people know me well enough to know this is not my kind of thing. But generally, and I mentioned this to people here, when I was watching this, I kept, my recurring thought was, this is not a Matt movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just totally not right there. <laughs> this is completely not. Um, here are two of two of my notes in a row. And you can tell by one point when I wrote this, and this is quite spiteful, one of my notes just says, if only the memory card was full. Um, that's when they couldn't record one oh, of the... Oh, yes. The, and I was uh, like, oh, the, if only the memory card for this movie was full, I wouldn't have to watch it. Um, Rude. And my, and my second note is just, am I in a cult? Yes, this is 100% yes. a cult. <laughs> this is very much, you've Absolutely. been made to watch the, the pastor's newest sermon. And it's just one of the, f- the first ones where you start questioning the cult, yeah. where you go, oh, yeah. I've been tricked. I've been misled. You didn't know they, you were before. That's interesting. They, they enticed yeah. me in with the talk of river beasts and local legends. And now here I am watching a uh, 100 minutes of a man whisper. <laughs> In my persistent point of if only it went harder, at one point he asks if he could have a tiger, and my note is... Oh, exotic pets. Imagine yeah. if this was bringing up baby. Like, imagine if, like... Man, I would love to like, see... Bring in a tiger. Yeah. But, yeah, the what, first What's thing... your proposal for... Like, I mean, they wouldn't have a real tiger, right? So what are you uh, proposing there? Stuffed Char- tiger? Ooh. Charlie in a costume. Ooh. Charlie in the River Beast treat, costume. On treat Pepe, Wars. the dog, like it's a tiger. And mm. just everyone just talk about it like it's a vicious tiger. That's good. Maybe get okay. a little, a little, little headdress going on there. That's good. Mm, oh, maybe mm. like a Jacobean ruff. Yeah, let's go for that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, you are the great dog of America. What is your name? <laughs> I like Jack doing it. So I like me doing it. Maybe I'm gonna do I my think own. Jack should do it on time. On time. Um, I have been like sat in this room for about six hours practicing my boss and Johnny, much other other members of the household here. (laughs) I mean, boss and Johnny, folks, you gotta see it to believe it. I don't know if we're gonna sell you on it. We're not gonna sell you on it on this podcast, but it needs to be seen to be believed. If you're this far down the moat and hole several times that Matt Farley's music in a good way reminds me of that Van Morrison album. Those two albums oh, where yeah, he yeah. just stood there for two hours making up songs to get out of a record contract mm-hmm. and just insult people around him and talk about Ringworm. This film feels <laughs> cinematic like version In of Ringworm. <laughs> Slap that on the poster. Uh, yeah, this is I heard you got Ringworm, the song from Van oh Morrison. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Making two movies a year is hard. Making one movie a year that's, is hard. That's two more movies that I've made in any year. I, I have I haven't even thought about making one movie, let alone making two vastly different movies in two completely different sort of genres. 
different execution mm. and then having them premiere one after the other and leading with the one you were really confident with and then well, you <laughs> would, yeah. closing with the one that is the weirdest movie of 2023. <laughs> I really respect it. I really have a lot of time for the idea of this movie. I really like that it is different. I really like it's outside of it. But again, I go back to I wish that it wasn't one part that was different and the rest of it was the same. Because mm -hmm. for me, that one part reminds me of why everything else works, of this formula works because it, it all works together. And when you so change one part of it, then it just reminds me, oh, the rest of this works. And this doesn't shine a good light upon that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's it. Uh, for me too. Uh, I think I'm down the middle though. I think I'm like a 5 out of 10, but like a, mm. I like Matt Farley. Okay, what, I like what, a, what, what, what do I give it? I like Four. Charlie give it doing black and white movies. Yes, so mm, black and white. Well, maybe that'll change in the future. Who knows? <laughs> we'll have to uh, wait and see. We'll have to wait and they see make for the, a color movie. The streaming release of upcoming movies and the Blu-ray releases and all sorts of nonsense going on behind yeah, the scenes. There's gonna, be a, there's gonna very be a complicated release coming up. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a very interesting episode, um, probably for our next episode. Unless we do some sort of interstitial thing in the in the middle there, but um, heard you got murdered is going to be a a very fun recording, I think. If you do watch Boston Johnny or have not watched it already, mm. watch it with the auto-generated Vimeo subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really cannot deal with Boston Johnny in a way I'm not that surprised. I think is additive. I think genuinely. What do they do for all the time? They do not get that right on a time. On a time. On a time. <laughs> well that has been boston johnny from 2023 directed by charles roxburg starring matt farley mm. as the titular boston johnny so next up we've got heard she got murdered um in probably a couple months time i think we're gonna have Ooh. a bit of uh bit of downtime here on the motown cast so maybe we'll we'll find something to fill the gaps with or or not easier to time. not let it get you in that time really mm, exactly yeah do let the river beast avoid you <laughs> no well, that doesn't work thanks for talking bear torses on the telephone and seeing as matt has not done the voice yet matt could you please give Come us on, your best see us off goodbye <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was, was closest to borat <laughs> we've had i love okay, that okay. <laughs> but that's what this movie is this movie is a borat meets cherry yeah, lewis like borat. <laughs> i love borat <laughs> my my wife thanks for talking sexy on the telephone I can't. I can't you do can't, this. You can't do that. See? Yeah, it's we've tough. been practicing it's tough. Jack has. You haven't been yeah, sat there for seven no hours like me. I time. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Charlie Roxburgh, you're so talented. You are very good, movie maker. You're the director of lots of great movies like Freaky Farley and Slingshot Cops. With a camera, you can get lots of shots done in one day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Charlie Roxburg, all-time super duper talented movie director. Charlie Roxburg, you are a kind and decent human being. Oh, Charlie. Charlie Roxburgh, 
choices that you make. And I love watching Don't Let the River Beast get you. Duper genius man, Charlie Roxburgh, yeah, yeah, yeah.